all the way from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, by way of Sacramento, California, this is Kings in the North Podcast. And now, the starting two for your listening pleasure. Standing six feet four inches tall at a Jesuit high school, the half-Greek freak, Nick Economy. And standing six feet tall out of McClatchy High School, Big Baller Ben. Kings of the North Podcast is sponsored by Cash Considerations. For donations, hit up our Patreon. Alright, welcome back. We are finally back with the playoff recap pod here. At Warriors Sat- lost. Yeah, that's the recap. But uh, here at Sat Kings of the North, you know, we have to go a little more in depth. So, uh, let's, let's highlight some key moments in this year's playoffs. The first keyest moment was... Uh, Dame Lillard's 38-foot missile to send Oklahoma City home in the first round. Yeah, the uh, the shot over that silenced playoff P. Yeah, before playoff P could get going. Uh, was uh, really a huge shot, huge moment. That Probably one of the biggest moments from this year's playoffs in terms of fun. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was either that or if you just take Kawhi's historic run. It was the third... Oh, Most yeah. points scored in any playoff run after well, one Michael Jordan and one LeBron James. We're forgetting the most important moment in the playoffs, which was... The Warriors the, losing? The Kawhi quadruple bounce. Oh, that's Game true. seven. Yeah, the I, first ever. How could you forget? I don't know. Especially here in Canada. The, the In game seven of the second round against the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, Kawhi Leonard hit the famous four-bouncer to send them packing and advance... To the uh, conference final against the Bucks, um, one of the most incredible shots I've ever seen. Yeah, it like what what that initially brings to mind is just like I, I there was like a little picture mashup of Joel Embiid, yeah. Giannis, mm-hmm. and Steph after each series, yeah, looking worse for wear, and it really just shows that Kawhi, wow, what a really? run. Yeah, really a historic run on multiple fronts. As Ben, you kind of mentioned it. Yeah. The the 30-point game run, second only, I think, Michael Jordan. If the series would have gone seven, it would have, I think, topped Jordan. Mm-hmm. Or at least tied. Um, additionally, it was... And just, the Warriors lost. Yeah, the Warriors <laughs> lost. Every time. The Raptors had their first ever championship. The first time the Larry O'Brien has left the United States. Uh, so pretty well, so, historic. So here's the real question. Begs the question: Do the Raptors visit Washington D.C. or Ottawa, Ontario? So that's the thing. I've, I've been reading up on this. Of course. Uh, when when the Stanley Cup winner, you know, 25 years ago, uh, is from <laughs> Canada, they go and visit Parliament. Okay. So, uh, you know, Mr. Trudeau is going to get that knocking on the door from the glove. You think... <laughs> 2.0. Any day now. You think Kawhi's going to... You remember the picture he posted with the Spurs where it's like he did that like super kind of ghetto like editing of the picture with Obama? You remember that? No, but that sounds very... Yeah, he po- he posted a picture great. where it's like... I can't remember what it's called. There's some term. The, the, the youth of, of today. The edit? Of, no, there's like a term for the filter that the youth of today know. But... Dude, it was just, no filter. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a hell of funny. So that that that's the other question is, I I don't know. I feel like uh, Kawhi's gonna get to uh, wherever 
Ottawa. Yeah, I've been there. Great city, actually. He's going to get to Ottawa, see Trudeau, and ask where the real prime minister is. Damn. So who knows? Maybe maybe by that point, as, as you may or may not know, Canadian elections are coming up in the fall, mm. and it's... A lot earlier in the fall than compared to U.S. elections. It's, it's not even a real country, so so there might Trudeau might not even be there. It might be uh, somebody else, but who knows? So uh, yeah, re-elect Stephen Harper. Oh, Andrew Shear. Oh, that's too. a thing now. All yeah. right. Either way, so, enough of Canadian politics. Yeah. Anyway, there they'll be going to visit a uh, parliament. Okay. And uh, the the prime minister mm. sometime eventually. But today is the parade, and there was an estimated 2 million people uh, attending the parade, which is about a third of Toronto's population, which is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of people in the GTA. Because what was... Cleveland's parade was like just over a mill, right? Yeah, and this is like... I mean, I've seen some pictures, and it's looking like the Vancouver riots, but civil. Yeah. So uh, it, it's looking pretty wild out there. They're having a good time. Somebody brought a plant to give to Kawhi. Yeah, I saw so that. So he's too. staying. So that's just but he's that's not. the moral of the story. He's not, we'll get into that later, but he's not staying. Uh, let's let's go game by game. You know, it was an interesting series. The, the first game, as you know, was kind of a, not a blowout, but a very handy win. Yeah, it set the tone yeah, for the, the whole series. The it, Raptors really didn't struggle too much. Yeah, I mean, as, as anyone who watched it knew, it was... Uh, Kevin Durant lists for the yeah. first couple games, and, and I think let's say ninety nine percent of the series. There you go. Yeah, it was it was quite a an interesting series injury wise, but that first game, obviously the Raptors just looked like the more dominant team as they did through much of the series. Yeah, and and I think in this game and throughout the whole series, that the one thing that Golden State lacked was the signature third quarter. Yeah, um, it it was just. Honestly, from from start to finish, I really could not have been happier. Yeah, it was a it was a fun series. Game two, if you remember the Demarcus Cousins game. Yeah, this this was um, it was really like the only game he really showed up. Yeah, this it, it, everyone was th- this this was Demarcus's kind of coming out game in the playoffs. Um, yeah, obviously, game three was him going home. Yeah, exactly. But uh, obviously, did, has not really had uh, any playoff experience. So it was, I would say. The tiniest piece of my heart was, uh, what's the word? Goes Longing? out to, yeah, well, there you go. Oh, go oh. Goes out to, uh, to, Mar- to DeMarcus for not getting that ring, but, but then I just think it's the Warriors, so. Yeah, it's <laughs> screw, screw that. Uh, yeah, talking about DeMarcus, he's played what? Eight career playoff games now? How many did he play in that, that Clipper series before he got hurt? Was it one or two? I thought it was just one. It no, it was, two. it was two. It might have been. I couldn't remember. If it, it was, was the two. first game. Or no, the it was the second game. game. It was the first quarter of the second game. But uh, yeah, so he's only played in eight playoff games, um, and uh, realistically, he's coming back in that second game of this series. It's his really first meaningful playoff minutes, and he he has a huge game, and then uh, I don't know if it's him shrinking on the stage or if it's. Uh, more of the, the the adjustments that Nick Nurse was able to make the entire series. I think it was like, more that he was just like out of shape. He just yeah, wasn't... he didn't look good. Yeah, it, outside of that one game where they, they ran the pick and roll for him a lot, and he was getting open, he didn't really look good. He didn't look like the Marcus of old, which obviously coming off that Achilles, 
RIP. And the thigh. Yeah, and the the quad that's probably still injured. Yeah. He's going to have to go to Germany, get that blood spinning treatment. <laughs> uh, Maybe go to Miami for some roids. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, just for some treatment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, he, he didn't look good, but the question is now, going forward, is that going to affect, I mean, obviously it's going to affect this free agency, but how do you think it'll affect it? But we can come back to that later when we, we discuss free agency. On to game three. Yeah, game three. Uh, that was one that we watched together. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a really close one. St- uh, Steph. Cur- oh, we didn't actually watch game three together. I watched it with Jeff somewhere else. Oh, all right. Uh, game three was the one that Steph Curry went off, but everybody else was gone. Uh, because in the, the closing minutes of game two, Clay Thompson pulled his hamstring and was ruled out for game three. So it was the Steph Curry show. He scored 47 points, and the rest of the Warriors did nothing. It was it was it was it was reminiscent of the it was yeah it was the reverse LeBron. Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say that. It, was, uh, it was reminiscent of last year's <coughs> playoffs last, slash finals slash last year as well as 2015. Both. Yeah, that's true. I, I would actually say more so 2015. Yeah, when when Clay or not Clay, uh, Kyrie and K Love went yeah. out. K-Love, Clay, you know, same person. Uh, yeah, so really interesting parallels there. Uh, game four, that one was uh, kind of a, I think it was a blowout. It wasn't really a great game. I can't really remember what happened. It was the second second game in Oracle. It was very forgettable. Yeah. Clay returned, and then they lost. That's basically it. Like, honestly, I, I mean, you haven't really seen this in the the past five seasons, but Oracle was not friendly yeah. to the Warriors. No, there was a there was a lot of visiting Raptors fans. Yeah, um, and, and the and the uh, even in Game Six, there were a lot of visiting Raptors fans. Yeah, in in the uh, the good old Toronto Sportsnet yeah feeds, there was a there was a lot of panning the crowd, m- m- much like the. Uh, NBC Sports California broadcast does. You got to show the uh, the classic Kings fans, and then faithful Grant and Doug say some yada yada yada. Basically, we'll get to you later, Grant. <laughs> basically, what happened was is the uh, the camera would just pan the arena, showing all the Raptors fans. And you're right, there there was a lot. They either made the trip, or it was just uh, some Kings fans, just in Raptors jerseys, just supporting the cause. Yeah. Either way, it's good to see. Always fun to see. Uh, game five back in Toronto. Saw the return of KD for all of 12 minutes before rupturing his Achilles and being ruled out forever. Um, additionally, game that, that game five uh, back in Toronto ended up in a Warriors win, largely on KD's 11 points in 12 minutes. Yeah, one thing we actually and didn't the mention is there was a 3-1 lead. Oh, there was a 3-1 lead, and after Game 5, if KD was healthy, it would have been interesting to see if, if you know, it, the whole thing comes full circle. Yeah, I mean, like, ev- everyone knows the stats with and without Kevin Durant, but I think at, at some point, like, if they had Kevin Durant, it, it's, it's a, a different whole different series. series. And th- that, that brings up a couple things, like, you know, the, everybody has that hot take, the Warriors are better without KD. It's definitely. I mean, this series has just proved that to be false. You know, correct, correct. That that that's that that take 
while they look might their their play might look more. It's also fun. like a regular season stat too, which yeah. means nothing. Regular season is meaningless, you know. So uh, yeah, game five, KD gets hurt after playing for twelve minutes, uh, and pretty like Kyle Lowry blows a shot up winning. I was just gonna say it. it th- that was just like a pretty f- crazy game. There yeah. were so many things that. Yeah, the, the Raptors took a, a five-point lead with three minutes left. Nick Nurse calls that timeout. Warriors go on that 9-0 nine run. And then nobody scores for the last two minutes except for the Kyle Lowry goaltend. Yeah, that, that timeout was actually like... It was bad. I don't... Yeah, I really I, I really didn't understand. It's worse than some timeouts that Dave took this year. And he's taken a lot of bad timeouts. R.I.P. Dave. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, really... Not not a good one there from Nick Nurse, but it ultimately paid off because in Game Six, the final game ever at Oracle Arena. Uh, yep, that's true. Yeah, it was a uh, it was an, uh, a weird one to watch. The Warriors were kind of in it. They led for the first what two and a half quarters, mm-hmm. almost three full quarters, and then the Raptors took the lead towards the end, and you know never really relinquished it. And there there was a, sh- a chance to tie the game or. Win the game late. Yeah, Steph missed that shot. Not hashtag not clutch. Yeah, it was a. I mean, it was a. It was a well designed play. He got a good look, and it was just ultimately a huge brick. He's not clutch. And then uh, Kawhi you seen the stats. He'd zero for nine. Zero for nine. Yeah, uh, basically pretty fun to see. Yeah, Steph Curry is shooting zero percent. <laughs> yeah, in uh. Game tying or game winning situations in the playoffs under with one possession basically under twenty under twenty seconds under yeah twenty under Flat. yeah correct under twenty seconds uh, and so that's just that's that's literally that's what the people want. The other thing too about Steph is that although hate the guy, I think this series for me kind of made me realize that. It, it it's something it is Steph Curry is, is is very it's like I'm glad that I'm alive to watch yeah w- what this per, what this man can do on the court I feel like he'll be a lot like a a magic or a bird where we're gonna tw- twenty years from now we'll look back and tell our kids about how you know Zion's not the real goat he <laughs> they missed the era of LeBron versus Steph yeah really you know it's it's one it's of those types not of Zion versus Brawny yeah <laughs> Zion versus Lamelo. Damn, who just today announced yeah. that he's playing professional basketball in Australia. In the NBL, mate. Yeah, so <laughs> he is uh, foregoing the college path. He which, gone. Get, get your money, do your work. Yeah. No problem with that. Anyway, game six, uh, Raptors win. And there's the, the most anticlimactic foul in NBA history with .9 seconds left. Have the Warriors won a title at home? I think so. I was about to say, because they've lost a couple yeah, at home. 2016 was at home. Uh, the, the 3-1 lead. No, yeah, no, I know. That was game, game 7, Father's home. Day? Yeah. yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I don't think... I don't know. Last year wasn't at home. Two years ago might have been at home. Because uh, it went five. Yeah. It, that was the 2017 finals. Yeah, you're the right. First there was that KD. one. It was that one. Because they went five. They got the... Game four had 30,000 fouls in, like, the first five minutes. You know. the I think in the first half, the Cavs shot 
27 free throws of the Warriors 5. Something like that. Um, 27 straight missed threes for the Rockets? Yeah. <laughs> the best stat in history. Even better than the Warriors losing is that the Rockets are going to have to blow it up because they suck. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, this is actually something interesting. That It's a nice little segue into uh, to, to league news. Um, that the Warriors lost? Well, yeah. And so did the Rockets. And Daryl Morey had fired a bunch of assistants after re-upping, uh, what's his face for another year, uh, Mike, Dan, mm. and Tony. You know, <laughs> three all three, per, all the, the Tony brothers, yeah, Michael, Dan, and Tony. Uh, he's he's back for next season, but all of his assistants have been fired or let go or whatever. Um, so that'll be an interesting team. They were poised to break it up until uh, KD got hurt. And the West kind of looked wide open yeah, for about for five two days. seconds. Um, but anyways, overall to league news, let's start with uh, some Celtics news. Aaron Baines opted in for next year, no longer a free agent for the summer. Kyrie Irving has opted out. He will be a free agent. Uh, he also signed with Rock Nation Sports. And all signs are pointing to him signing <coughs> with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, very interesting move because D'Angelo Russell will be a... Restricted free agent or uh-huh. this year, and if they sign Kyrie, they'll probably move on from D'Lo. So interesting, big name free agent available there. Yeah, you never know with Kyrie though, because he was pushing real hard for the uh, AD as a teammate thing. So and KD as a teammate. Correct. He was pushing on. He was just pushing for teammates. Moral of the story. He's just one of that D. Yeah, exactly. Moral of the story: the Knicks got screwed. Yeah. Uh. Next piece of league news, also a little bit of Kings news here. Rockets k- claim former King Deontay Davis off mm. of waivers. Yeah, and the Rockets are are is it official that the the uh, Clint Capella parting ways? Not not official yet. Well, he's gone. He's, That's my take. He would pr- like if they're gonna move anybody, it'd be him. Yeah. Um, we'll but the thing him. is, now that the the West is a little more open with the Warriors gone, they might run it back one more year. Who knows? Um, the Grizzlies hired Taylor Jenkins, uh, an assistant from the Bucks, as their new head coach. Um, oh, I, forgot, I forgot about that that vacancy, but yeah, another vacancy it's filled. The, it's the Grizzlies. Uh, John Beeline hired yeah, from a, Michigan. That's to a big coach, rip. Coach the the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, that was actually that was that was actually pretty crazy because yeah, I mean, as a Michigan fan, let's hear the thoughts on Beeline. Well, basically that he resurrected that program out mm-hmm. of nothing and all huge shout out to coach B um but it was two seasons ago where he said that he there was really no job mm-hmm. that would take him from Michigan and it's just kind of interesting that of all places he would go to the Cavs who really got nothing going for him yeah but at the same time that means that there's no stakes no, hundred percent. So it's just so like, like he has a, lo- a lot of runway to build with. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I don't know. I just think that at this point, I mean, everyone saw yeah. the fake picture of LeBron James Jr. in the Michigan jersey. Rip. So, so I sorry, Bronny. So I just, I just don't really. You know, he could never do that to his dad. I know. He'd just go to Ohio State. I, I, so I, I really don't, I really don't know what what Beeline was. Uh, was was offered on under the table because that's that's yeah. that's really what I mean. He's probably got a lot of say in the organization or or not because it's 
Yeah, it's Ritten. Gilbert's world. Dan We're all Gilbert. just living in it. Yeah. Um, but uh, one, I was, so just, I was just going to say, to finish up that story, um, Michigan has, has finally, I think, moved on from the the black cloud of the the uh, the Fab Five. What? Yeah. By hiring one Jawan Howard as the head coach, and not one Jawana man. <laughs> Correct, and uh, you know everyone knows Jawan's uh, coaching prowess as being the uh, kind of deep bench slash coach player for those. Not one, but two uh, Miami Heat titles. Also, a player on the not one, but zero timeout Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> it's true. So, Shout out to, 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 to C-Webb. Yep. And, and so, also Draymond. Yeah, so I think, yeah, a, a couple years ago it was, you know, I'll shut up about Michigan. But basically, a couple years ago, um, they the, the Fab Five were allowed back on campus. Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh brought C Webb in as like an honorary captain to a football game, and so hopefully it goes well for Juwan. So we'll see. Next, um, sorry, back to Beeline just for a, a, a <laughs> hair. All right, just for a little a little touch. Yeah, I can talk about this forever. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about Michigan: they had really good player development in that scheme. They're always like a perennial good team in college basketball world. Yeah, they're like... It's not great, but Yeah, they're, they're like a... They're, they're, I'd say they're, they're like a second or third tier team. I was going to say, they're like a second or third seed in the tournament. Yeah. Like it's, you know... They're not a Kentucky or a Duke, but they're like the next level. You know, they're they're always there. They're always in it. Mm-hmm. They're not winning it, but they're in it. Yeah. Um, But it seems like a lot of his players go on from the college level... Playing the NBA, a lot of them struggle to find a foothold. Yeah, I mean, you're talking like Trey Burke and Mitch McGarry and Stauskas. Everybody that's not named uh, Karis LeVert and possibly now Mo Wagner. Yeah, Wagner. (laughs) But he, uh, uh, like these these guys, yeah, Mitch McGarry, what a name. (laughs) Classic. Uh, Guys look like they're pretty good college players, get drafted decently high, and then don't do well in the NBA. And I think... For, for his prospects as a head coach, that just is a, a positive because he's just such a good coach. He's a good schemer uh, that he'd he'd do well in the NBA yeah. with, with some good I, I think it's going to translate. So, I do too. Next topic. <laughs> uh, the next piece of league news was that this one ha- might be changing now with uh, the landscape of the league coming up, but the Rockets and the Thunder are both looking to move players next this off season yeah. in order to avoid the salary tax and the thunder have committed to making the 21st overall in this year's NBA draft available as part of a package to move a player. Um, interesting in this case would be some sort of package to move uh, Steven Adams, to the Kings, very possible destination for that as the Kings do have a lot of uh, cap space and have a need for a physical center. So you sign uh, sign me up. I've always, always been a big Steven Adams fan. Yeah, I don't know anybody who hasn't. And if he does, Dan, we will buy you that jersey. <laughs> very quick. Very quick. Yeah. Also, the, the New Zealand basketball team, the, their men's basketball team is the Tall Blacks. No way. <laughs> so, that's something to keep, Damn. In, keep the, in mind. Yeah. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Uh, yeah, next piece of league news. Uh, Paul George. Surgery on his shoulder. 
Uh, yeah, he was he was struggling. If you watched any Thunder game after the All Star break, it hurt me. It yeah, was like as 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 a uh, current shoulder pain enthusiast, and also low key a Paul George apologist. Yeah, it, I was yeah, man <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a tough one to watch. Um, and our last, we have three more pieces of league news. Uh, another possible free agency target, Jonas Valanciunas opts out. In Memphis, um, I think he'd be a decent off the bench guy I'd, for the Kings. He's a lot like a Costa Kufus, um, bald, getting there. Uh, but he's a slower, you know, a physical guy. Can make a, an elbow jumper. Can kind of space the floor a little. Not quite stretch to the three point line yet. But he's a solid player. Would be fun to see him on the Kings, but not as a starter. He's just not. He wouldn't be able to hang. Yeah, you can't hang. You, you gotta he can be... bang, but he can't hang. Exactly. You got to like. Basically, next season, you got to like. You got to be running like a four two forty. Yeah, you're... keep up with the scores. We we need uh we need LeBron forty times out there. Uh, the second to last piece, the Kings have hired former Phoenix Suns head coach Igor Kos- Koskov, uh, as an assistant coach. I think this is actually a really great hire. Um, he really yeah, didn't down. get. He didn't have any time at all. at all in Phoenix, and that that home franchise is a mess. But the the number one complaint with Luke Walton in L.A. was that assault. We'll get to that. That's later. that's a whole other thing. Uh, in L.A. was that as a coach, at least the number one complaint <laughs> was that he he hired all of his friends as assistant coaches and didn't instill an actual offense or defense or anything. Well, defense less so. Offense. There was no half-court sets. And uh, I think Kokoskov will help by providing some expertise and a winning mentality that will bring over from Europe and get along with, you know, our Europeans. Yeah. Vladi, Peja, Bogey, Belly. Damn. Possibly another one? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think all I'm thinking about right now is, like, how as soon as this is over, I'm about to put make a Snapchat Photoshop classic of Igor's face on mm-hmm. on Igor from uh, Frankenstein that's a pretty good one that's like you know what about Igor <laughs> yeah. from uh, young Frankenstein wow all right uh, well everybody's shout, out to, up shout the, out to Gene Wilder yeah great guy uh, everybody's already done the the Igor Tyler the creator album you know as as an old person you don't know what that is yeah. but uh, that that was a thing that went around Twitter for a while Kings posted it it was a good time. Uh, our last major piece of NBA league news is a league-altering trade. Uh, Anthony Davis has been shipped to the Lakers for a package that includes Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and up to seven picks. Which is so crazy. It's it, like it's ridiculous. Which is hilarious. It's like a Billy King level move in terms of picks. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. Like this could this Billy pot- Jean King? Yeah, no, not that far. Uh, this potentially could be the next Brooklyn trading away their future trade. Yeah, I mean that, that was 2012. I don't know. I mean, like you, you love to see it because you see, like there's, I mean, obviously there's parallels as far as kind of play style and age. But you know, yeah. when when Dwight came to the Lakers, have you seen the thing? 
It's like it's, Dwight was twenty six. Uh, yeah, I Kobe yes. was thirty four. It's the exact. Yeah, it's the, ex- the exact. It's the exact age. same. Um, which is really fun. It and and you know what happened on that was that Dwight lasted exactly one season. Yeah, and, and then left in free agency. And Steve Nash broke his back for the thousandth time. Yeah, and uh, next year, uh, Anthony Davis is a free agent. So come to sack. Yeah, it looks like Houston's gonna get rid of Clint Capella and sign Anthony Davis next summer. So I'd be kind of, uh, I'd be kind of down with that. It'd be pretty fun. It'd be a really fun team. Uh, but I think the one thing, just to finish up on that, yeah. on the the last piece of team news, the Anthony Davis that, that trade. Is. No, I'm sorry, that's what I'm saying. To finish that mm-hmm. is that with the Warriors injuries, mm-hmm. there was. Really, a moment, and you you can attest to this with the Vegas odds. Yeah, there was really a moment where, for all of eighteen hours, yeah, that the future was so bright for the sack scores ball club. Yeah, and it it really just kind of pisses me off that we never get free agents, big name free agents. Yeah, I I get that frustration. Uh. It, it really, like, you know, there's not much that you can do about it. You, you, nobody's going to sack and just be like, damn. This the, is it. The thotties are out here. We're just... Uh, Bro, we're going to Badlands for dollar shots. Yeah, this is the spot. That's where I want to spend my life. Yeah, I mean, Unless man. you're just a 33-year-old single mom <laughs> that's just trying to look to start up that life. Yeah, really. Sacramento's really not the city yeah. for a, a 20-something. At all. But basically, yeah. Unless you're Serbian, of that's course. That's true. The Vegas odds thing was basically like when the Warriors injuries happened. Yeah. What were we? What was the Vegas odds? We were at like fifty to one, or it was more reasonable. Yeah, you know. And then as soon as Anthony Davis joins yeah. the Pacific Division, uh, the Lakers have shot up to three to one odds, and the Kings have fallen to a hundred to one, tied with Memphis, Chicago, and Phoenix. Yeah, and and as as you guys know, as as a uh, as a uh, as a betting man, I would say like we were just talking about this. Yeah. Throw some money down on the king. Put some action on that, even if it's just like twenty bucks, because yeah. the the re- return heavily outweighs that risk. Like I swear, I'm I'm this is this is not just me talking out of my ass. I'm I'm putting fifty bucks on it. Yeah, that's why a, not. This is a this is a like Leicester City level of an opportunity. Yeah, especially with. The, the possibility of improvement. Um, trying to win five grand. Just do it before free agency opens. Is You never know, know what might happen to those lines out here. So, um, yeah. Talking about the rest of those lines. Milwaukee comes in second for the finals odds at 6-1. to one. Third, the Clippers at 7-1. to one. This is all pre-free agency, pre-NBA draft. But, I mean... New Orleans is already above us because they have number one overall at 60 to 1. Um, fourth for odds. Any guesses? I mean, the only team that's like really coming to mind is the Lakers. Lakers are first. Wait, you said that? Yeah, I thought, Lakers I thought, are first. I thought the Bucks were first. No, Bucks are second. The Bucks are second. Damn, yeah. Shows how much I know. Yeah. Oh, let's go with Toronto. Toronto's fifth. Well, all right, who's who's for Houston? Nah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy it. I thought the Bucks. Wait, oh, Tor- you know what the Bucks were first in? 
that like way too early ranking. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's what it was. Um, Toronto's fifth at ten to one. Wait, odds. the Lakers really first? Yeah. Well, LeBron and AD. We all know what happened the first year of the Heat. They're not. Yeah. So they're it, not winning. They're not winning at all. Uh, Toronto at ten to one. Really, I, I, that's another bet I'd advise, especially if Kawhi stays. He's not. Who knows? <laughs> Who really knows at this point? He committed to five years today, so Uncle Dennis has said it. Really? Yeah, but it's not like official. Yeah, I know. So but he said it. He's not. He's uh, not. Golden State and Philly are tied at twelve to one odds. I'd say Philly has a bet much better chance of winning, and neither of those teams are winning. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, just uh, expect Milwaukee to win the finals next year. Putting it in stone now. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm over the Giannis hate train. Like he's fine, whatever. It was fun watching him in the playoffs. Yeah. Still hate Chris Middleton though. He's gonna get overpaid by somebody, whether it's the Bucks or otherwise. He's, uh, it's the Knicks are about to offer him max. Yeah, Knicks Knicks are still going for that boogie Middleton max combo. Man, that would be such an awful team. It'd be, be hilarious. Crazy. I'd I'd love Who that. Have third pick, fourth. No third. Third pick. Yeah, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, Chris Middleton, and Demarcus Cousins. That's bad. I mean, um, I mean like that. That team like might I mean that team would probably make the playoffs, but it's the East. Yeah, in the East. <laughs> That's like yeah, you, you and I could make the playoffs in the East. Yeah, you gotta win like thirty-eight games. Yeah. Um. All right. So that brings us to our next segment. We're gonna be examining three main storylines from this off season. Um. All finals related. The first of which is what do you think Kawhi will do with free agency? So we're gonna do a kind of you know a, a debate format. Uh, you know the drill. Yeah. So one, one bite, everybody knows the rules. Yeah, exactly. Little little sound bite, everybody knows the rules. Uh, here we go. I think Kawhi is going to stay in Toronto. He's been offered a twelve million dollar apartment. He's been offered unlimited food, basically everywhere for bringing north a ship, and he's going to be offered that five year supermax. So I don't see why he would leave. First of all, it's just a ton of money on the table. Uh, second of all, he's, you know, he's puppeted by Uncle Dennis. Yeah. And during the parade today, they're going five more years. Not just four more years like a president. Five more years. Damn. Like a corrupt president. (laughs) Yeah. Third term. Um, FDR style. Exactly. My whole thinking about why he would leave... Is this basically from the start? This was in his mind as well as my own. This was like a one one to two year lease, you know. Yeah. You know that classic one year rental. Exactly. He went to Toronto. He won a title. He accomplished the goal he set out for, and so it's just time to move on. Yeah. And That's where fair. to? The Clippers. Clippers. I if, mean, it's, it's if he's going anywhere, he's going Clippers. <laughs> exactly. The words I think. Fans. Yeah, I mean, there. It's he wants to be in L.A. He's not going to the Lakers because at this, you know, is he, he's playing not not to second fiddle, but third fiddle at this point. So I think we have a breaking news story. Two people have been serious but not life threateningly shot. At the Raptors parade. Damn, you know, OVO crew has to calm yeah, down. Not cool. So, uh, 
prayers up for them. Yeah, wow. Dude, the classic parade. But uh, Classic parade injury. What is yeah. this, Philly? Back to Kawhi. I just think, yeah, I mean, it was... It's basically kind of a... Uh, a, you know, a homecoming story Yeah. for Kawhi. I think for for him personally, and, you know, as, as you know, I know him very, very well. Yeah, close friend. I just think that there's just as much reason to leave as there is to stay. I don't think money's the issue. I, he won a championship, and they're not going to repeat. So let here's... Me just, let me just say that. They're not going to repeat. I think they'd have the best shot... Of repeating if he stayed. I mean, obviously, that's their yeah. best chance. But I think that they'd actually have a really good shot of repeating. They'd... I mean, uh, I don't know what team in the West would really be able to challenge them. Well, I'm thinking about the East. In the East would be their biggest competition. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think... I Like, again, what do I know? But I, I don't think they're... I think this was the perfect time for the Raptors, for Kawhi, to make the run out of the East. Because I think it's just too... It's Next year, it's going to be too much. With with free agency moving people, this, that, and the other thing. And we'll keep you updated on these throughout June and I, July. I just think... I, I think the Bucks, I think the Sixers I th- have a better shot of making it to the finals. Even the Pacers, when they're fully healthy. Yeah, are a really good team. So I, I just think if, if you're Kawhi... You can go back home to Southern California. I mean, it's not like the Lake or the West is much of a, a cakewalk either. No, no, it's not. But I think the so I Chris think, Stapps is back this year. Wow, I'm I'm excited. I'm already excited for September. I just think give me that preseason for the first time in a long time. The West is is more, um, let's just say it's not wide open, but it's, it's pretty it, wide open. I'd say it's like all right. Let's the go. The door's eighty five. Yeah, let's open. go there. Let's say. The the west the west is more wide open than the east for for first time in in forever. Yeah. Shout out to Frozen. That's, yeah, that's a song. <laughs> it's a great one. Uh, one last thing that people got to think about here. So if Kawhi does stay in Canada, he's gonna have to take that double tax hit. Yeah, exactly. So why would he want to be doubly taxed? So he's leaving. I was just but, gonna uh, say too. Like, is he getting paid in U.S. dollars? That's yeah, he's still get paid U.S. Better dollars. Better be. But uh, it's a damn yeah. joke. The whole league operates in U.S. dollars, but he still gets pit, he gets taxed for Canada, taxed for Ontario, and then also taxed for that U.S. federal tax for expats. It's trash. Yeah, he's got he's got to get out. Yeah, he's Jordan you, Peele. You got to go to like Portland where there's no sales tax, or like my or uh, Florida where yeah, there's he's no got, property tax. Yeah, Texas. No, Florida doesn't have uh, income tax. Oh, income tax. Yeah. What is it? Was- Texas is uh, pro- Washington. Texas, Texas are property. property yeah, yeah. Uh, That's why my grandparents are there. <laughs> so, let's get to the second player with the big storyline here. Uh, coming off of a torn ACL in Game Six of the NBA Finals, uh, Clay Thompson is also a free agent. I think all signs are indicating he's staying. Yeah. So for this one, it's not necessarily like a back and forth argument of why he would stay or leave. I, my whole thing is. Before the injury, mm-hmm. I think there was a shot he would have left. If if like, they, I'd say it was eighty twenty stay to leave. No, no, but there's still that twenty. Yeah, I mean, like, especially it, if they would have three peated. That exactly. I was just gonna say that if if they would have won, there's there's really nothing that's like that would have been, you know, would have kept him in Golden State other than that. Why break up a good thing? But yeah. 
I mean, these are like these are professional athletes. They they want at the, at the end of the day, unless you're Kevin Durant, you want some sort of challenge. So well, they always faces the biggest challenge out of all. Exactly, it's walking. Yeah, really. It's that uh, it's that minor setback to a major comeback. Yeah. So I mean, I think Clay Thompson's probably gonna stay. It's just sad too, because if there was one player on the on the Warriors that I do actually, you know, have a yeah. soft spot for, it's Clay. I mean. It's almost like dude's lethal. It's like Clay Thompson is that guy. If you went to any sports bar in the country, which country? Every country. Oh, even China, dude. Yeah, you know they Ch- call him China <laughs> Clay for a reason. Exactly. You'd just be like Clay Thompson. Everybody be like, dude's the man. Yeah. He's he's almost universally respected and appreciated. I think he's. I mean, it's unfortunate to see what happened to him. It was legit to see him come back out to shoot those free throws. Uh. But I think, I mean, if he were to leave, he'd be going to Lake Nation to be follow in the footsteps of his father. Yeah. Michael one, with a Y. Michael Thompson. A weird Y. That's just not a good look, Current Michael. Lakers radio personality. Yeah, and also occasionally the TV broadcast. Yeah. Fills in every once in a while. But uh, that so, brings us to the final free agent storyline. Kevin Durant. Uh, as we have mentioned, he tore his Achilles in Game 5. And all all signs point to this dude not playing a, a minute next year. I, I don't think he will. I mean, think about how early DeMarcus's ACL, or his Achilles tear was. That yeah, was like how much February. Er, yeah, how much earlier, yeah. And he got back in February. It was like a full 12-month recovery. I think Kevin Durant, first of all, from a financial standpoint... Is going to just take the year off and invest in health. You know, as Kaiser says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Permanente? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, he's definitely, he's like, I- I'm going to say it's 99% sure he's out for the entire next season. And, you know, before before the injury happened, there was all the speculation on, alright, who, who are the Knicks going to put next to KD? And now that he's injured, there's the question of, if he's even going to leave. Are the Knicks going to win 10 games? Oh. Well, that too. <laughs> Are the Knicks going to tank again? Uh, so, do you think... How many fans will be banned from <laughs> the Square Garden? How, how soon into the year does James Dolan sell the team? I'm saying uh, by, by November there's a new owner of the, the Knicks. I don't know. I think... I, he, if anyone, he's holding out. Like, that dude's a psycho. Who do you think's the worst owner? Gilbert or Dolan? It's close. They're both really bad. I just think Dolan never uses Comic Sans though. That's true. They're just both head cases. They're such megalomaniacs. Yeah. I think I don't know. I think Dolan. It's got to be. Yeah. You don't just get Oak just banned. Oak is just too good of a player to be banned from MSG. Really? Um. I anyway, think the one thing with that I was gonna say yeah. I, about Kevin Durant is it. There's like three players mm-hmm. that you would still offer max money to after this type after of this type of injury, yeah. and he's de- he's definitely one of them. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree fully. So, so the Knicks <laughs> r- ruin your future. Yeah, give them max money. Um, I think, I think. I mean, if it was like I was saying before the finals, it was about. 50% chance that he's still, no matter what, stayed in Golden State. It was about 25% chance he went to New York. 
play for the Knicks. Concrete Jungle, Wet Dream Tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Alicia Keys. <laughs> um, 15% chance he played for Brooklyn. And then math for the rest. Yeah. 10. Oh. <laughs> for the field. Oh, yeah. The field. The guy, yeah. <laughs> Great organization. Yeah. He, he ran off to that field in upstate New York, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, I, so, I think now it's even gone up, and it's about 60% he stays in Golden State. No, I think he's going to stay. I do, too. And very, I mean, like, 20 and 20 that he goes somewhere else. 20 Knicks, 20 field. So. I Honestly, I the, the Kings should offer max money. Who cares? Might as well. But, at the same time, he won't be able to run with us. And you know, or walk, yeah, or bang too. That's so true. he can't hang, he can't bang. That's the the formula for success this off season. Yeah, I mean, plus that dude already had like the scrawniest legs of all time. Imagine that right leg. Yeah, at, after the Achilles, just almost as bad as Dan's leg. Yeah, it's like the, after his boot's gonna come off. I, yeah, I saw that yesterday at the beach. Dude, it was gross. The boot or the foot? The leg, sans boot. Oh no! It, was dude, it all hairy? Like, it was like Helen. It was like Helen, fe- not infected, but like rashed up. Oh god! It was it was hashtag rashtag. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> R.I.P. Dan, guys. Remember how we said he's dead to us? Well, he's soon gonna be dead to you too, because of this damn infection. Yeah. Um. So you know, I I think that injury is Dan's injury. Well, <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Durant's injury is going to be... Thanks for clarifying. It's going to be tragic. Uh, and when he comes back, he's obviously not going to be the same player of old. But I think his game translates to a better, like, old man game. Yeah, you know, at the he, Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to blow by you. He can just shoot over you, post you up, do whatever he wants, have his way with you. Not buy you dinner first. <laughs> um, so, I, I think that Achilles isn't going to be as bad as it's been for other players like whoever else, every other Achilles player. It's not going to be a Kobe <laughs> scenario here. Yeah, I mean, plus KD isn't like Kobe that old. No, he's only, I think, 30 or 31. Yeah, he's 30, I think he's I think 30, 30 right now. Yeah. I thought he's 30. Either way. Because I think when he comes back, he'll be 32. Let's just say he's still a uh, a young buck, as they'd say. Yeah, like a, like a Ray Allen. A young buck. Exactly. Uh, so, this brings us to our final segment of the week. But right before that, a word from our sponsors. I was wrong. We actually have two segments left. Hope you enjoyed the, the sponsored segment. Uh, because this podcast will be the last one before the NBA draft, which mm. occurs on Thursday, uh, I'm going to toss out a couple names, a couple players for... The Kings to look at with their picks. A couple second-round ballers. Three second-round picks, including the legendary Isaiah Thomas 60 spot. So uh, we have currently the number 40, the number 47, and the 60. Uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, three three great spots. So Taco Fall. <laughs> I, I'd be honestly down. That's what I want. But the first name I have for you, younger brother of Michael Porter Jr., Jr., uh, John Tate Porter Jr. <laughs> uh, from from also from Missouri, uh, but he played more games than uh, Bull Bull, but less than Taco Fall uh, because he tore his ACL. Next, but this is a Harry Giles situation because he was 
projected to be in the first round, the early first round as well. And they're not possibly all, they're not all diamonds in the rough. Next. Well, as a 47, it could be an interesting move. Uh, we got this another guy, Admiral Schoenfeld. Deal. Uh, dude's name is Admiral. He, Wait, he, he was in it, he was in the tournament, right? Yeah, it was Tennessee. So. Yeah. Yep. Dude, wow. Do I pulled that out of my ass? He's like yoked, so ripped. No, that was tight. Okay, I'm down. And he's, a, he's a potential three and D guy. Yeah. No, I I, I remember this guy. So and currently, the Ringer has him on their big board in their mock draft, going to the Kings. So deal. Uh, yes. No. This this was a hardcore roofer, for sure. Right. For, for anyone that doesn't know the term roofer. That's literally where you're just throwing down the most vicious of two-handed slams. Yeah. So, yeah. This is a Florida Gulf Coast mentality. Yeah, yeah. this this is tight. All right. Next up, I got uh, Zach Norville Jr. Is he white? Yeah, I think ne- so. Next? Actually, I don't know. We're not drafting. I think he's the dude from Gonzaga. We're not drafting white. I think he's from Gonzaga. He, or uh, Gonzaga. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's, that's the problem. He, he averaged uh, 55% effective field goal percentage. 37% from three, 87% from the free throw line. 100% white next. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing. Zach's a pretty white name. Look it up. Zach Norville Jr. Orville Redenbacher? Basically. Uh, the next one I got is a Euro. There he is. Damn, dude. What do we, oh. get? What do we got about Zach? Not white. Hey, we're good. We're but down. But he is from Gonzaga. We're down. We're down again. Uh, <laughs> Lots of melanin. He's... <laughs> So next up we have a Euro out of Lithuania. Yeah, this is a uh, this teammate might, of long uh, Lamello. This might be the, the greatest not. the greatest name in professional yeah. sports. Dividus Servitus. <laughs> it's like the guy <laughs> who's the guy from uh, that, that ran in California. Oh, <laughs> Constantinus. Constantinus Reditus. Yeah, but this is Dividus Servitus. Uh, this dude Constantinus Reditus. He's a lefty who can pass and shoot. Him. Average 63% effective field goal percentage. It's me. Shooting 46% from three. It is me. And 76.5% from the free throw straight. It's not me. No, you'd be shooting about <laughs> 25% from the straight. Can't hit free throws. Uh, he, he played in Lithuania. He was getting smoked on D in Lithuania, though. Damn. So I don't know about that. The name alone is enough to consider. Yeah, let's toss the 60 at him. You, throw, throw him to Stockton. Yeah, see what he fares down there. Uh, last player that I have highlighted here, one Cody Martin. You might recognize that name from uh, Eric Musselman's team. Yeah, Nevada. As, Nevada. as one half of the Martin brothers. Okay. Uh, he averaged. Wait. Is that? It's the dude with the braids. No. Well, well that too. Yeah. But that's the that's Zach and Cody. Is Cody it actually, Martin? Oh, Hold on, man. I gotta look this up. I think it is. I think you're right on that. Uh, so, a little bit about him. He's an average shooter. He's a, a good ball handler and a very switchable defender. Um, per 40 minutes in college, he averaged 14 points, five boards, and five assists. Which is like, yeah, it is. Is it? Is it Cody? It is Cody Martin. Where do you see that? Right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, draft him. Yeah. All right. So we're getting Zach and Cody. So uh, our yeah, three we gotta picks. Yeah, got to bring Zebo back. Yeah. Damn. Or, or Zach, the other dude. The name. Zach Norville Jr.? Zach Norville Jr. Well, and Cody Martin. we, we got to decide on three. Are we getting Zach, Cody, and Dividus Servitus? 
Or Admiral Cody no, no. and Divitis. No, get Admiral, because then it's Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah! <laughs> Alright, I'm in. Alright, so that's that's the official King, Sat Kings of the North. Yeah, uh, so th- next year it's Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, we're, we're giving that our stamp of approval. That's um, gold. Hey, that, that that right there is enough to listen to this whole podcast. Yeah, Matinas, uh, if you're listening, Matina, if you're listening, Constantinus, hire us. We could be your head scouts. Yeah, or like maybe like for like a a social media position. Well, that because, too. Uh, or just a job. Yeah, we we need jobs. Uh, finally, we have the best segment that we've ever come up with. Mm. Better than you know what city, what song. Damn, dude. I don't know. Is it? All right. Lay Better it on, than man. every other segment that I can't think of any names right now. Kings Against Humanity. Kingspiracy Corner. Yeah. Here it is. This is the Anderson Verja Award for <laughs> Finals Least Valuable Player. So we both have a choice. Um, I'll start us off. We're, we're pro-choice. Yeah. The Anderson Verja Award for the 2019 Finals for me was Jonas Rebko. He was absolutely a nothing when he was on the court. Uh, honestly, probably better off the court than he was on it. But he represented well. Okay, yeah. So mine, mine is, like we said, like two-parter. But first, let me take a selfie. No, but first let me just shout out Eric Moreland. Former king, now NBA champ. Didn't really play ever, so pretty sure he wasn't even suited up. So doesn't, so doesn't qualify. But I'm going uh, pre-game. Hold on. Other former king that's getting a ring, mm. Malachi Richardson. Oh, yeah, the GOAT, actually. They've announced it. That's fine. Getting a ring. So good for him. Really wish we could have kept him and didn't trade him for Bruno Caboclo. Yeah, because honestly, That's I feel like he, he, he'd, be, he'd be pretty tight on our team right now. He might actually be the backup to De'Aaron. Yeah, it was like the, he, he, he was good. Okay, either way. I'm going games one through five, Kyle Lowry. Specifically game five. Yeah, it's... I hate that dude so much. Yeah, it's bad. That I think that, that was the worst part about the finals for me is that I was forced to root for the Raptors. That yeah. was like, it was tough. It was actually real tough. But at the end of the day, the enemy of the enemy is my friend. Is that a saying? Yeah, that's it. All right, there you go. The enemy of my, my enemy, enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that works. You did it. So there you go. So that is our choices for the inaugural uh, Anderson Verjao <laughs> finals least Valuable player. Also, award. could have been Jeremy Lin. Had one turn. It was only set was one turnover. Well, do you know what the one turnover was? Yeah, the shot the clock. Yeah, the shot, yeah. shot clock violation. But at least he made it on the court. Yeah. Still better than Jonas Rebko, who played like actual minutes and was awful. Yeah. Real bad. So, very unvaluable. Uh, yeah. So that's it for this week. We will have another podcast for you uh, sometime. It'll be posted on June thirtieth. Before free agency opens at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. East Coast time. Uh, stay looking out for that one, and, and we'll see you then. Yeah, and just just, just one last shout-out, because normally we record on a Sunday, and this this last Sunday, Father's Day, so shout-out to all the daddies out there. Yeah, shout-out John, shout-out Dave. Shout-out. Yeah. Buddy Heald and De'Aaron, their dads. Yeah. I don't know anyone else on the team has got, like, fucking cute. Probably, like, all of them. Probably all. They're probably... Except, for, except for Bogdan. Yeah. But, but Bogdan's... He's like, 27. A, Bogdan's a daddy, though. For sure. <laughs> all right. 100%. <laughs>
So we'll see you next time. Go Kings. Thank you.